this very moment, you're entering the vortex of Mystic Podcast. I am so excited to spend this time together, but before we do, I want to share something with you. I have created a meditation to prioritize our energy by healing and clearing our energy fields so that we are in our highest timeline and our highest frequency everywhere we go every day. And all you've got to do is to go on the show notes and download the meditation and listen to it today. Also, if you are loving my work, if you're loving my words, if you deeply connect to everything that I share into my energy and desire to work with me one-on-one to activate your divine gifts, to accelerate your spiritual ascension, and to come back to your truest, most authentic expression, make sure that you send me a DM on Instagram or that you go directly to my website at daniela slash arango.com. I can't wait to hear from you. I love that. Whatever comes out, comes out. I'm just excited to have you here and and have a conversation with you. I really love what you do. I adore your work and everything that you're about. And having you in one of my programs was such a delight. And I'm just excited um, to have a conversation about what that was for you and what you're all about. So I know that you are a witch. And that, but you have a really interesting background. So I just want to like for you to share a little bit about your background, where you come from and the work that you're doing nowadays that is so different, I think, from from what you used to do. Yeah. So, well, I kind of started out doing readings, like just regular Oracle card readings for like, I actually worked at a psychic fair, which is crazy when I tell people that. I'm like, yeah, I started my business. I had no idea what the online business world looked like at all. And I started off doing like a local psychic fair. One day I had 22 readings in one day. What? It was absolutely insane. (laughs) It was insane. And that was not like a normal thing. I feel like people saw my picture and it was different than the typical vibe you get from like a psychic fair reader maybe and so I got booked up really fast and after that I was like yeah I'm done doing it this way that's too much for me um so yeah I just kind of started just by getting into doing psychic fairs and doing oracle card readings I actually started my whole business by saying oh I want to blog about my spiritual journey went and bought a macbook the same day and put in my two-week notice for my job and my husband was like, what, what do you, what do you mean? Just doing all this. I'm like, yeah, don't you see the vision? He's like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> so yeah, way different from where I am now, more kind of flying by the seat of my pants then and just doing what felt good without any other kind of intention behind it, just living life and having fun with it. So yeah. How did you get a job in a psychic fair? Like, how does that even happen? Yeah, it was so, actually, that's so funny that you're asking me that because not a lot of people ask me that. I haven't thought of that. I actually had to interview for the psychic fair. And the way that they do that is they have you come to an active psychic fair and do a reading for three of the readers there. And if you do good enough, quote unquote, and you get, you know, you're accurate or whatever, then they hire you to work there. So I literally... (laughs) Danielle, I sat there and did a psychic reading for this woman who has been a psychic for like 70 years. And I was terrified. Like my body was shaking. Oh my goodness. How did that go? 
It was good. It was really good. She, a lot of stuff came up about her daughter, actually. And so, um, and a lot of what my soul magic entails is like seeing people in their darkness and letting them know that they're not alone in that. And so when I did a reading for her, I don't necessarily think she was um, expecting me to know some really deep stuff about her. And so when I started channeling all of that, she was kind of just like shocked, like just shocked and very grateful, but I do not think that she was anticipating that at all. Like super unexpected. Those are the best readings too because I feel like – and I was actually talking about this on on one of my other episodes that like I don't – like you know when you go – or not when – because I actually haven't done this, but I know that people go to like psychics to get an answer about something that they specifically want. Like – you know, am I going to marry this person? Is my boyfriend cheating? Like, it's usually like that question that they want the answer and they already know what answer they want and they already know what kind of validation they're they're seeking. And it's like, they just go there to like get that answer. And usually, I mean, I'm not generalizing at all, but I know that a lot of the times and I am actually against, you know, certain type of work in the in the psychic world where you just read that future and you just tell them what they want to hear to validate whatever it is and then they walk out like okay you know that was that and it's like mm, that's interesting <laughs> yeah i think it can be really detrimental sometimes in that way where people don't understand how impactful their words and the things that they channel can be Um, And it can really mess up some people's lives like so and I honestly feel like that's why when I was in that type of setting I booked out so quick because I was different. I did things Mm. different. It wasn't like Oh, am I gonna be married by next year? That's not the type of vibe that I I focus on you and your essence and helping you connect to your inner essence And those things are are fun to tap into maybe, but I'm just not that type of um, like reader. Yeah, absolutely. And I agree with that because also, you know, as you know, my my work, it's it's basically almost the same as yours in the terms of like really coming back to you because whether you're going to marry in a year or not, it's really up to you. <laughs> like, let me yeah. tell you, it has nothing to do with the other person or the, the psychic reader or the witch or whatever, because it really just has to do with you and the person that you are today that is creating that future. And I think also, you know, I actually haven't talked about this, talked about this, but the other day I had people coming over in my apartment and I don't know how we got into this conversation. I really have no idea how we got into this conversation, but we started talking about scary movies, which I like seriously do not like. <laughs> like I'm like, listen, uh, I wouldn't want to put myself in like that kind of experience by choice. So anyway, I we started talking about scary movies and exorcisms and all the things and just like the conversation derailed all the way to like witches and exorcisms and you know the devil I mean crazy conversation I don't really know my mom was here her partner was here we just started to have this conversation and all of a sudden we got into the conversation you know through that talk of the movies about witches and witches um 
telling people the future and predicting the future and, you know, doing spells and black magic and all this talk. And of course, you know, one of the things that I am very respectful of is that I never want to put my views onto anybody's. Like, I'm never going to come in a conversation and say like, hey, no, you're not right. This is not how you should be thinking. There is another way. Like, I'm very receptive because I know that people are when, and I talk about this all the time, like, people are ready when they're ready. And when they're ready, they come in and work with me. So I'm never going to be the one in the conversation, like, you know, telling you everything that you should be, you know, believing in and thinking off and, and everything. So I was just listening. And it was really interesting to listen from the perspective of, of people that have grown up believing that, you know, because there is black magic, then all witches are bad. And because there is, you know, spells and the spells are bad. And, you know, it's so interesting because through movies, through, I mean, I come from Colombia and all of us that were here and having the conversation were Colombians. So, you know, you hear all of this like spells and black magic and witchery and all those things. And we grew up believing that it's bad, that it's all of it is bad. So in general, we generalize witches as like, horrible people that, you know, read you the cards and get you into trouble. And, you know, because they were talking about some spells about like spirits and like putting salt in their in their door. And like, you know, I don't know, this like crazy talk. And the thing is, you know, we cannot, in my experience, and this is, of course, because this is my podcast. So in my experience, there is, of course, you know, for one thing to exist, so does the others. We live in a multiverse. There's many things that are real. But I believe that a lot of people, when they think about witches, when they think about energy, when they think about magic, they go towards which they were told, which was black magic, telling you the future, the woman with the crystal ball telling you all the things that, you know, you don't need to know. So I think like that's one of the things that I'm, and I'm sure you too are here to create the polarity of that, to really shine the light into the truth that is also available because as it is, as the black magic exists, so does the light magic and all the things. So it's really interesting your talk about being in that kind of world of the psychic fairy because I believe a lot of people that go there go with that idea of going to the witch that is having the crystal ball telling you everything that you don't know about yourself or that everything that is going to happen to you in a couple of months or weeks or whatever. Yeah, for sure. And I was when I was starting my spiritual journey and I don't really know much about like the witch practice. That's not really what I resonate with personally, but as far as like when I was going into my spiritual journey and really awakening myself, the only things that I could find about anything that I was experiencing through like spirit communication or spirit guides or anything was psychic fairs in my area. Like there's not a lot of local places that have meditation or, you know, channeling classes or metaphysics and spirituality mixed. So that was really the first place that I found that outlet. And I started to think like, oh my gosh, these are my people. And then when I started to read there, it was just not, it was just not the vibe that I came into this world to bring. Like it was not in alignment with my soul essence. And so I don't know, not to judge anyone who does that because I think that everybody needs someone at whatever level they're currently going through. Like there are people who 
are experiencing crazy stuff in their house and they're like, I honestly have no one to turn to. I don't even know what this is. Help. And that might be where they kind of find themselves at that psychic fair or turning to like people who resonate with being witches or whatever. But for me, it was just kind of that almost like first opening within my soul magic and my soul essence where it was, oh my gosh, maybe this is a first clue, if that makes sense. And also, I cannot handle those type of movies either. Like, I don't even allow them to be played in my house. I'm like, absolutely not. Not at all. I can watch a thriller. I can watch a scary movie. But when it comes to like exorcisms and stuff, not my cup of tea. Like, no way. Yeah, no. (laughs) Same here. Like, no, thank you. I rather not. I rather not go there. Um, and so, but here is the interesting thing about, you know, somebody that it's been that resonates with the word witches because yes, there is so much about that for sure. But it's also the understanding that that definition basically is just one who plays with magic. Mm -hmm. And what is magic anyway? It's energy. Aren't we all playing with energy? Mm -hmm. We are energy beings. That's how we manifest. That's how we move energy. That's how we, like our feelings are energy in motion. So our feelings are magic in motion. Yeah. Definitely. So it's interesting that I I see, and even myself, I resisted the word witch because of what that entailed in society. Because what, you know, like the the, the weights that I was going to have to bring into the table and to take responsibility of. So it's understanding that all, we all have different jobs. And I think it's really beautiful what you say, like, we all find the people that we need to find at the level of frequency and the level of vibration that we are in order to get to where we're going. So one of the things that I, that I, in in my experience, so one time, (laughs) one time, um, this was a long time ago, I had a boyfriend and I was going to go on a trip with him. And my mom was like, you know, I know this woman that this was the only time by the way, the only time that I had somebody read me like angel cards in my entire life. And she, my mom was like, I would love to take you to this woman. She's, you know, lovely energy, super incredible. And she reads like angel uh, cards. And I was just so curious, like, seriously, Rachel, like I've never, in that time of my life, I've never been to anybody that had no idea about like cards or readings or tarot or anything at all. So I was just like, so curious. And, and I had no awareness of my psychic abilities whatsoever. So I go to this woman and this woman pulls out the cards and she was saying, you know, you have this angel that looks over you and this like very protective energy. And I've always felt that in at some levels of my journey, I called it God and at some mm-hmm. levels like called the universe. Like I just, I knew that I'm always protected and always um, uh, in company. But the other thing that she said, it was really interesting. I was going to go on this trip with my boyfriend. And she was like, and this trip with your boyfriend is going to unite you together. It's going to be really the culmination of of everything that you have built together. And this is going to really just skyrocket your relationship. And so many things are going to come to light. And and this is really just going to establish that relationship. And I was so excited. I was so excited. I was like, oh my goodness. And I prepared and I just like bought extra lunch or everything. Like I was just so excited for this trip. And that was the trip that broke my heart Mm. in pieces. Mm. Like not just one piece, two piece, three pieces. Like I was heartbroken in a way that I've never experienced that before. Like I couldn't eat. I couldn't get up from bed. I couldn't, like I was just crying so much. There was like, you know, 
the thing about heartbreaks, it's like there's not medicine for it. Like there's nothing that you can take a pill. If you have a headache, you just take a pill and you're just like good. But with heartbreaks, like there's nothing. There's just time. Mm-hmm. So that was one of the hardest experiences of my life. And it came right after the trip. So I don't remember the the exact timeline of it, but by the end of the trip, we broke up. And that was that. And I remember thinking like, but this woman, <laughs> she had told me, she told me that this was going to be the most incredible trip. Like how odd is that? And I think that I needed that experience for what I do today. Yeah. You know what I mean? This is like the whole point that I want to bring home for 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 all of us is I needed that experience to really not opt in to the idea that somebody can tell me what's going to happen. Yeah. yeah. We don't know. I am the one creating the experience Yeah, in real time. Because you're the creator of your reality. And if someone starts to infiltrate that and take takes away your co-creator power, then you're going to create based off of what that person just told you is going to happen. Um, and so, yeah, very interesting. And I've had a lot of readings actually, you know, because I'm an Akashic record reader. So I really network with a lot of different readers and energy healers and stuff in my world. I work with entrepreneurs who are creating their soul aligned business. And so I've had so many readings in the beginning of my journey that were just obviously like I can look at it and be so grateful, like you said, because it's gotten to it's gotten us to where we are now. And it also creates some core values within our own business that we don't cross. But I've had some really bad readings and tarot readings where it's like, this person is going to betray you. They have blonde hair. Um, You need to cut them out of your life right now. And I walk away from this reading and I just feel awful. Like you just feel energetically horrible. And that's not what we want. We want to empower each other. We don't want to disempower one another, especially during a reading, especially when you're in the beginning of your spiritual journey, because that can really make or break it. Absolutely. If you're loving this conversation, you're loving my energy and all the teachings that are being discussed right now and would like to work together, here's a few ways that you can do that. I have pre-recorded masterclasses and self-paced courses that you can jump in right away from today to begin to dip your energy into the elevation and the ascension into spiritual mastery. And I also have an experience that is a 12-month experience that covers pretty much everything. So you never have to think about what you want to do and where do you want to plug in because you have it all. It's an all-pass to all my courses, all my classes, all my programs, and an incredible community of extraordinary spiritual leaders and conscious creators that come together to ascend into their spirituality, into their fullest expression, and it's called divination. Divination is a 12-month experience of a full access to everything in my world on top of meeting bi-weekly for spiritual support, for spiritual guidance. I do trans-channeling. I give personalized advice. We do Q&As. It's such a vibe. It's an incredible community. I also offer one-on-one sessions and longer private mentorship if that's the vibe, if you like something a little bit more intimate. Either way, I can't wait to welcome you into my world. And all you have to do is to go on the show notes under daniela.arango.com and begin your journey today. But, you know, in this whole thing is the understanding that, as you're saying, like it really builds your core values and it really helps you see things from different perspectives. So I really appreciate that 
experience that I had. And I'm sure that everybody, you know, can make whatever they want out of their their own experiences. So if they do resonate with that, then they will come back. And if they're really like, this is not for me, then they now know that that is not for them. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I think it's so beautiful that we we do get to bring this whole other aspect to the table, one aspect that brings us back to our own light, our own sense of sovereign leadership, mm-hmm. our own sense of, of, of taking the seat of our authenticity and taking the seat of our genius that we have within. So I I love that you're saying that it's like we're here to empower people really and we're here to remind ourselves how capable we are. And that's what the light does to us. That's what actually our spiritual ascension is all about. Mm -hmm. Our spiritual ascension is not knowing the future. Like what? Our spiritual ascension is in the present moment. I think I, I, I heard at Crotoli, so the, say this the other day, he was saying people think that the next moment is more important than the now moment and they miss the now moment and the now moment is the only thing that they actually have and the now moment is the only thing that is important. And I think a lot of us get caught up in that a lot, thinking that just by controlling the future, knowing the future, then we're going to feel some kind of peace in the now moment, mm-hmm. which it's counterintuitive because it's not how it works anyway. For sure. And that's definitely like a trauma response, the control aspect. I've definitely um, experienced that a lot in my life. I was in the Air Force, the United States Air Force. So control and fear is literally like what they ingrain in you. So deconditioning from that is huge when you're going through your spiritual ascension and all all of this, like mindset shifting. And like you said, coming back to your center, I really think it's a lot about deconditioning from everything you've had to become in order to really be who you are at your core essence and like who you want to be, who you desire to be. Boom. That is so good. It's something that I talk in one of my programs, Liberation, is that who we who we've used to who we're used to being, mm. it's a lot of the times not who we are. Right. It's just who we're being used to being mm-hmm. in order to respond to our external environment. Exactly. So I love all of this, Rach, and it's it's really interesting that you actually came into my world and you moved through one of my programs because I would like to hear a little bit about like what does it look like for you now? Like, because I know we we moved through this program a couple of months ago, but I want to hear like how are you now when it comes to your own spiritual channeling, your own divine connection and communication with 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 source? Like how is that for you today? How does how has that changed, improved, connected you, reunited you with the the true source and the pure source that comes through your body? Yeah, I love that question. Um and honestly, I have to say too, Daniela, when I first um found you, I was actually working with Cassie Howard. You know her. Um, you guys. Yes, yeah. yes. I love Casey. Yeah. So I was working with her and um, I I don't know how I ended up seeing your name, but then I was in the Alpha Femme group seeing your comments. And it was so funny because you stood out to me because you always use the alien emoji, which is like my favorite emoji ever created. And <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, this girl, I love her. And so I ended up going to your site. And honestly, at first I was very triggered slash activated by you because it was almost like I was seeing I was seeing a part of myself in you. Like you were at a totally different kind of level in your business. And it was scary to think like, oh my gosh, I 
I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like it was kind of scary to see I could be at this level and this is a person who is activating a piece of me within because this is in my realm of potentiality and you really showcase that beautifully for me. Um, And I even had a conversation. Yeah, I even had a conversation with my coach at that time where I was like, this woman is doing huge freaking things and the way that she channels and the way that she runs things are so similar to me. And I was triggered for a minute. I'm like, what? how am I going to do this? And she was like, look at it as that's a version. She's showcasing a version of you right back to yourself. And it was just so powerful. Mm -hmm. So as soon as I kind of worked through that, I jumped into your world. I started listening to your podcast, which is just crazy that I'm here right now. Uh, So grateful. (laughs) And yeah, I ended up taking Pure Channel. And honestly, it couldn't have come at a better time in my life. um, Because I think as you've probably experienced, being a multidimensional person and mentor and coach, trying to put into tangible words what I do is very, very difficult. And when I Mm. talk about channeling, I really didn't know how to explain it to people other than like, here, sit with me, let me show you type of thing. Like it was so hard for me to put it into words. And when I took Pure Channel, it was so beautiful on so many different levels because it was almost like how would I say this? It was almost like I needed to have the permission from the version of me that is showcased within you to do it my way. Like you are such a beautiful example of a mentor who is doing things her way without like you don't fall into the standardization. You just do what feels good for you. And that's really showcased in everything that you do. So I think that's a really big thing for you to receive and just hear from me that that's why I was drawn to you. It was like, my God, I have permission to use the alien emoji in my business. Hell yeah. Like I want to be, I want to be like this girl. <laughs> and so, wow. yeah. Yeah. I'm receiving this so deeply. Good. I'm so glad. Yeah. So being in peer channel was just for me really like the permission. And also the way that you explain channeling was like a breath of fresh air compared to anything else I've read or heard or been taught before. Um, I, in the beginning of my journey, went through more of the metaphysical aspect of channeling, which was very like step-by-step tangible. This is how you do it. This is if you're going to be in mediumship. This is if you're going to talk to spirit guides. It was never like a multidimensional experience through the body until I found you. And then it was like, okay, yes, this is how I do it too. This is so awesome. (laughs) So I am like forever grateful for that experience. And then also the expansion codes, I think is what I, I bought that and kind of did that on my own and like mind freaking blown again. Just so good. So good. Yeah. I love expansion codes and actually talking about expansion codes today, I was like, I'm adding to expansion codes even more because it's just so, so beautiful. The, the, the codes and I continue to go back to those codes. Um, by anybody who's listening, expansion codes is a self-paced three day. Well, almost four day now and continues to grow um, course that you can take right away with with codes that have expanded my business, my personal life. Like it, they, they really are just like keys that unlock another realm, another ascension, another level of, of both our business and our personal lives. But it's so interesting to hear your perspective. And, and, I, and I love this because one of the things that I have, and this comes from human design that I've gotten to know this, is that I see people so clearly and that kind of polarity, in, in polarity, 
it doesn't let me see myself as clearly as I see others. Mm -hmm. So I see other people so clear. And when it comes to me, I don't necessarily see that as clearly. So it's really beautiful to hear that from you. And what I really stand for in, in everything that I do is the do it your way, mm-hmm. find your way, do it your way, find your way. And like the freedom, because actually find mm-hmm. what I really truly, and I, I love to hear this from you. What I really think that at the end of the day, what we're seeking is a return to the permission of being who we are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that is really finding the people, the places that gives us that trigger because it's like, oh, wow, she's doing it that way. He's doing it that way. And that's also a potentiality within me that I haven't given myself the permission to do it to that embodiment, to the Mm -hmm. extent of authenticity within my work. So, you know, a lot of the times we're looking for the how and the steps. But the how and the steps will not necessarily give us that freedom of creation, of to the whole conversation coming back to ourselves and being the creator. Yeah, exactly. And I think for me too is that I am such a so I'm a manifesting generator. I don't I think you're a projector, right? I am reflector. A reflector. Yeah, a reflector. Um yeah, so for me it's like the feeling is everything. I'm a sacral authority too. So the feeling in my body is everything and what mm-hmm. I had seen in business in the online industry, especially spirituality is that if you don't give them results that can be seen on tangible paper, like then right. you can't be successful. And so I think for me, seeing you being an energy healer, also coach, also like bringing it all together and not necessarily having it have to be this tangible on paper experience, but more of the feeling you receive. That's why I was so magnetized to you. It was like finally. Like finally, someone in this type of realm that is super successful in the online industry that she's going hand in hand with these people that I look up to, she's doing it a way that is so natural to me. And it's, I think that's why I felt that kind of permission with in myself. Like I don't have to, I don't have to write a 20 step checklist for someone to connect with themselves. I can definitely make workshops that's like, let me show you, sit down with me, let's do it together. It doesn't have to be that just one way, that one tangible way. Um, And so a lot of deconditioning just for me personally within my business and since I took Peer Channel and even a little bit before that, a lot of deconditioning and just giving myself that permission to be me and do it my way and it's just changed a lot. Um, and I would say too, you know, I'm neurodivergent. So um, I'm my, this is what I tell people that a symptom of my soul incarnating in a human body is that I have ADHD and OCD. So for me, the tangible steps, it does not register. Like it is not, for me personally, my brain does not grasp that concept. It really is more of a feeling. So I really love that you just brought all aspects of yourself together in all, everything you do, honestly, is just so much like that. And um, yeah, just being able to show up my way. And if I want to respond to a business email with an alien emoji and tell them that I love them and they're full of light, (laughs) then I can do that. Like, I don't have to hold that back. I would love that. Yeah. And it's so interesting because I've seen you grown so much ever since. Like, you enter my world, 
I don't know, maybe six months ago or eight months ago that it was. And I've seen your business just boom and explode. And not just the business, but you as the leader of the business. Like I've seen you change your branding, come out with incredible programs, like really step into, and I get the chills when I say this, because it really like any anybody that is listening to this podcast can go to your social media, can go to your website and really see the power that you bring to the table. I feel like a lot of the times at the beginning, I've seen you, like I, what I was seeing energetically from you was like you hiding behind an an entity hiding behind you know like I am here but I am not really I don't want you to ask too many questions kind of like tippy-toeing your way in the industry and what I see now it's really you confidently stepping forward into this is who I am this is what I'm here to do and eventually I'm here to stay and I think that energy has shifted so much because even, you know, your your picture, your content, everything just resonates and radiates so much. Like I see you everywhere. I'm like, I love it. I love it. I love it. I was so excited to bring you to the, to the podcast because I want everybody to know your work and to really feel the energy of that expression, that authentic expression. And I remember talking about not giving tangible results to our clients. I remember, and I don't know, I don't know who said this, but this is very famous, very famous uh, saying that it's like, people will forget what you said, but they will never forget the way you made them feel. So I have seen, and I don't know when I made this shift, but I definitely saw the shift in my branding where instead of it being about what I said, it became about an experience. And I have programs that all I say is this is an experience. This is an experience. This is an experience. And because it it really is, like when you go into my social media, it is an experience. Like I convey emotions in the music that I put on, in the colors that I put on, in the videos that I put on, in the energies that I show. Because for me, it really is about if I can get you to feel what I feel within my connection to my spirit, in my connection of my authenticity, then I know you will never forget that. And whether you're ready to work together or you are in a stage in your life that you just needed that reminder in your body that it is possible for you to be who you are, I have completed my work. But for anybody listening, and I think for you too, is it's this permission of understanding that like, it's not really about what we say, or how we explain what we do, but it's about how we make people feel within our presence. Mm-hmm. And to do that, we really got to be in the present moment. Right. Yeah. And presence is huge for me as a person and as a healer. Like that is so big. Um, and yeah, I think that's really what made me so drawn to you and magnetized towards you is because I had never seen anyone sell or make offers the way that spoke to me. It was always coming from a place previously for me of like, well, I need that so I can be this. And then when Mm. I stumbled upon you and I had been doing a lot of identity work and figuring out who I am as a person before I went into Pure Channel and then seeing you at the level that you are doing it the way that feels good for me was like, holy cannoli, this is a person who is... I don't, I don't know, leading the way in experiential selling and authentic selling. And for me, when I am coaching or mentoring or anything that I do, it's really important for me to see that person, who they are and allow them to know, like, I see you and who you are is perfect, beautiful, incredible, no matter how you're showing up. Even if you're like, man, I wish I wasn't like that. I don't, that doesn't matter. Like, I see you for who you are on a soul level 
And there's just not a lot of that in the online industry. And so when I really started working with you and in your program and even just listening to the Mystic Podcast, I remember going for walks and just binge like listening to your episodes. (laughs) Um, It was just like I finally felt... I don't know. I don't even know how to explain it. It was almost like I could feel your energy reaching out to me and and awakening a piece of me that was afraid to be, you know, lit up. I was afraid to be fully aflame. And so just seeing someone else in that space doing it, it was like, oh my gosh, it is safe for me to ignite my fire as much as possible and to really own my power. And of course, like it's a daily thing that like, I truly believe that women specifically, and I love men, but I think that women specifically are the most powerful creatures on the earth. And I feel like for so long, we have been conditioned to compete or go against each other or be triggered by one another. But when you have women together, oh, the power is infinite. And I think that that for so long is what you're talking about with me being timid of myself, afraid of my own power, afraid of my inner fire until finally it was just like, this this inner power and this inner flame is ablaze so I can either lean into it and create the life I desire or I can still hide behind it but it's not going to be comfy. This podcast is giving me the chills so many times and I, I'm wondering and I'm, I'm sure that this is also the experience, talking about experience, that everybody that is listening to just hear you talk and hear you really bring all these concepts together and to hear you talk from a space of like reconnecting, like really really listening and reconnecting and being so like back in your body like that's so beautiful and and I also think about the the connection of women like when women come together and allow themselves to like lift each other up and like, see the beauty of each other and the uniqueness of each other one of the things that my one of my mentors talks about and I love her for it Melanie Ann Layer she says we have different power but equal power it's like equal but different and once we understand that then we can walk together and we can walk together and create incredible new paradigms in this world where women can really be themselves and heal from within so much in the outside world. So Rach, oh my God, I am just so honored to have you in the podcast. All your words, like after this, I'm going to just close the computer. I'm going to go and cry and just receive you because I just, I love you so much. And oh my goodness, your words really go into my heart because this is the work of my lifetime. I'm so honored and and, and it's just such a, like fulfilling my soul's purpose and, and being reflected back is like, that's exactly what you're doing. That just feels like, I mean, it's a moment. It's an experience. So I want to take that really in and anchoring in and, and just like, wow, that's such a gift. So I, I thank you for your words. Thank you for your energy, for your presence and everybody listening. I, I really want you to know that when we fulfill our, our soul's purpose, we impact people that we don't even know in ways that change their lives, like our embodiment, our authenticity, just trusting our own way in what we're being led to changes the world. Like our transformation changes the world. Our embodiment changes the world. And the last thing that I want to ask you, Rach, is like, what are you, 
what are you into these days? Like, what were the ways in, pe- in which people can work with you? What is the program that's alive? Like, what what is happening in your world right now? Yeah, thank you so much. Um, yeah, so I actually have a monthly membership for women who are wanting to kind of decondition from their programming and reclaim their inner fire and their inner power. It's called the Ignite Membership. It's so incredible. And the women in there are just powerhouses and so full of love. So if I could honestly gift something to every person in the world, it would really be to find your tribe, find find your community. And because this is exactly what it does, it reflects back to you what what is really within and it can be so empowering. So that's one of the things that I have. I also um, do one-on-one Akashic sessions and healing sessions and one-on-one coaching Um, I am about to create a book club and I'm super excited for that. I love reading. So (laughs) it's just going to be just for fun reading. I love like fantasy books and stuff like that. So all these new types of things coming into my world and just wanting to connect and support in the most authentic way that I can. Beautiful. And where is, uh, where can we find you? What's the way to get into your world? Yeah. So I am very present on social media. You can check out my Instagram or my Facebook at XO Rachel Hilliard. And then you can also check out my website at, um, rachelhilliard.com. And I do have a podcast as well. So, um, that's called the cost. What's the name of your podcast? Yeah, It's called the cosmic codes podcast. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah, yeah. I love that. I'm going to check that out. So thank you so much, Rach. And we're, we're make sure that we have all of this information on the show notes for, for anybody that is curious. And I'm sure lots will be curious to enter your world and to feel your energy and to be part of, of everything that you create. So thank you for being here. Thank you, everybody, for sharing your energy and your time. I hope you're having a lovely time as you listen to this conversation. And I will see you in another episode. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening and for spending this time together. I'm here to awaken and activate as many humans as possible into their highest timeline. And if this episode supported you and touched you in any way, the best way to show me your appreciation and your love is to screenshot this episode and share it on your social media or to leave a review in whatever platform you love listening on. And if you're looking for additional spiritual support, you can always reach me at I am Daniela Arango on Instagram, or you can join my free Telegram channel, Daily Magic with Daniela Arango, and I will see you here on another episode.